What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Barbershop Locks. This is Omar Oaxaca coming to you. I got a very special guest, a friend of mine for a while, actually. My friend, uh, Gooch Gonzalez. Yo, what's up? How's it going? Uh, this week, got a couple things to talk about. A couple non-football related, or non-sports related, more, more in the real world talk. But first and foremost, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They definitely surprised me. They surprised the world. They beat the Houston Astros by, I think it was like 4-1 or something like that. The last game, last couple of games are kind of hard to watch being a an Altuve fan. And, you know, we like to run a joke saying that we're from Houston and shit like that. Well, Gucci, you are actually yeah, I was, from the Houston area. Yeah, born in Houston. Uh, never really had a reason to cheer for them because uh, back in 05 when they played the uh the white Sox, obviously one of the white Sox to win uh and then they won the world series a few years ago and all that scandals and stuff came out so uh definitely this world series they got there fair and square but i was definitely cheering for uh everybody except for houston every time they played them <laughs> <laughs> atlanta man atlanta's a team that they lost their star and acuna junior mid-season they lost they won the fewest games to ever win a world series i think they're like below 90 or whatever yeah. and all those guys through and through are, are really good like freddie freeman it's hard not to root from uh fucking rosario uh soler you could say that all oh, jock peterson's are real good like they're they're a good bunch of group of guys yeah and they kind of had like every reason to lose it like nobody really right. thought that they'd go far so the fact that they did win it it's been since 1995 you know, I'm always rooting for, you know, teams that haven't done it in a while. Except for the Cubs. Fuck the Cubs. This is a <laughs> this is an anti-Bears podcast, but this is also anti-Cubs. Whenever we don't have Cubs fans in the building, if we do have Cubs fans, you know, we'll kind of say some good Keep things. Keep it cordial. Yeah. Um, moving in, Chicago and other Chicago news. We got... The Bulls just lost to the Sixers. I forgot what the score was. It was like 108 to some shit. Let me see. We got 103 to 98. 103 to 98. So coming in, the Bulls are 6-2 and two now. You think it's uh, – I feel like the city, even the surrounding areas, I feel they're excited for the Bulls this year. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I'm not – much of a basketball fan, but I definitely am a Chicago fan. Right. Um, and you, you know, like the, to see them do good. I do, and you know, I think uh, they got to play to the strength of their schedule. So uh, obviously, because it's a new team, it worked out that they're not playing. You know, the greatest teams kind of right. build that chemistry. Um, but obviously, these next weeks playing the Warriors, the Lakers, the uh, Clippers, yeah, the, the Clippers, Jazz, yeah. the Nets. So their uh, their chemistry is definitely going to get tested, and we'll see uh, what they're made of coming up here. I think I think those guys are just young enough to. Like the Rosen, obviously, is the new one of the newer guys, and he's obviously killing it. Mm-hmm. But I think the Rosen has like that veteran leadership, and I know he didn't go to the to the finals with them when they went to the championship, but he kind of like like was the man there for a while. Him and Lowry, yeah, good foundation piece. And all those guys, man, Zach Levine, young guy, Lonzo Ball, fucking Caruso, they they're all just like they're there. Obviously, Levine's the star, but. Yeah. The Rosen came out of nowhere and became that that running mate. But all those guys, man, the, the thing about them is they, they work hard and, and they listen. And sometimes, man, you get a young team and, and they don't fucking listen. Like yep. you're just you're just talking to a wall at that point. They 
they definitely have a good upside. Hopefully they, they run deep. I still think they're going to be like a four or five seed in the playoffs. Yeah, but, got, I mean, as long as they stay healthy, um, right. you know, play to their competition and make sure that uh, you get a couple W's and see how it goes. It's a long season, so, you know, six and two is a great start, but we just got to keep it going. And like I said, it definitely uh, inspires the city of Chicago. It definitely has people excited. Going back to, to you said they play to the competition. That's something the Bulls, even with like Tibbs and all the other coaches back then, they always seem to play to. If they play a really bad team, they're playing to to them to their level. Even though they they keep up with the Warriors and the Lakers and the Clippers and stuff, so I hope they they kind of figure out how to like put the put their fucking foot on their necks. You know what I'm saying? Like like I want to see these blowout games. I want to see them. 110 to 80 or one fucking 120 something to 100 or whatever. Now, now they're at six and two. Is it a surprise or you kind of saw it coming? What do you, what are your thoughts? I think the Sixers are a good team, even without Ben Simmons. Like I think what, with Ben Simmons is he's a liability on offense. He definitely does everything else, but you need to score the ball. Mm-hmm. And the Sixers are like, it's not a good to lose or whatever, but it was kind of like a loss that like looking on paper, you're like, oh yeah, they could lose that game. But you always want them to win, obviously. You, how do you feel about that? Like, um, you know, definitely uh, they're playing well. Right. Uh, I think they've definitely uh, ran away with a couple of games, made it close for a few other ones. But you know, for me, I didn't know too much about the Bulls uh, this off season. So I think that uh, you know, a couple of good signings and six and two has been a great start for them. And like I said, you just gotta they just gotta keep it going. And it's definitely surprised me because. You know, me not being a huge basketball fan, I watched during the playoffs. I've definitely had a uh, – it's definitely been exciting to see them uh, do as well as they have been. So, yeah, it's definitely a surprise to me that uh, the Bulls are off to a 6-2 and two start. Definitely, definitely good for the city. What's not good for the city is these fucking Chicago Bears. <laughs> and I said it before and I say it again, this is a real anti-Bears podcast. The Bears took on the San Francisco 49ers this week. I don't have no stats. I just know the final score was uh, what was it a uh, thirty-three to twenty-two? They put up more points than I thought they were gonna put up. San Francisco is definitely—they're like one piece away from being a top-notch team in the NFC. But the Bears, what are they now? Like two and six or something like that? Uh, I mean, record. Let's see. They—I think they've won three games. Three, three games? games so far. Yeah, man. But, I mean, even just with that, Justin Fields, you know, I'm not a big fuck the Bears guy except yeah, for three, this week. Three and five. Yeah, yeah three right. and five. This, oh, this week. Yeah, this week. You want to tell them why? Uh, the Bears play the Steelers. I'm a huge Steelers fan. Always have been growing up. Since um, when were you a Steelers? That you remember, your earliest memory? I mean, I have pictures way back in the day where my parents were dressing me in, like, Steelers jerseys. I don't know why. Or maybe it was my choice or – they might have got it for me, but you think you're uh, a Latin king growing up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I definitely always liked them. I was a big, I was a big fan of their defense mm. back in the day. Boy Harrison and Alamalu, that was the go to me. That was go? the go. That was the reason that made me fall in love with football and you, the Steelers. Well, sticking to Palomalu, you you think you make a team, bro? Yet I don't know if they necessarily play different positions, but they both play safety. Ed Reed, Palomalu, like who? To me, it's got to be Paul Mullen, yeah. bro. Every time. Every time. I bet, you know, because uh, Ed Reed played for the Ravens, who are the right, Steelers the rivals. Yeah. Hats off to him, too. But you, it's like 1A, 1B. You really can't go wrong with them. Right. But because I have ties with uh, the Steelers, I pick Paul Mullen every time. Yeah, because they're definitely the two best safeties of all time to me. Like, 
Oh, for sure. Like it's it, like I said, one A, one B, or A and one or whatever. Like it's it's never it's always them two for me. Like like you know they talk about Sean Taylor and they talk about all these fucking other guys and shit. Like now you you see Tyron Matthew and uh, Adams from Seattle, and like they're all good, but I don't think they have what what Reed and what Palomalu had. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's like I said, that's what made me a big uh, NFL fan just to begin with was defense. So I'm a big defensive guy. I love watching defensive plays, mm-hmm. those upsets, them coming in to save the game as opposed to a two minute drive and a guy getting down the field. You know, you watch the, you watch the Pat McAfee show, right? Mm-hmm. I always think it's funny how he always goes back to that play where Paul Wong just jumps the line and, yeah. and blocks him. He he talk, I think every week he probably talks about that that fucking shot and, and you know how they do like the rewinds and shit. Mm-hmm. Always talks about it. And I'm just like, what the like why do you bring it up? Like it's a bad moment. But I guess he finds the comedy in it. But the Bears Steelers on Monday night football. You actually got the Steelers. I do got the Steelers, yeah. I'm actually uh, I'm going to that game. I'm going with Oh, uh, for real. Yeah, I'm going with my mom and my girlfriend. Nice. Uh so it should be a good time. Uh it's supposed to be cold, but I definitely have the Steelers. Um, probably a low-scoring game. Steelers. You've been to the stadium before, right? Uh, I have, yeah. I haven't been to that stadium, uh, I want to say, probably in about seven, eight years. Oh, um, when they went to play the Jets, right? Or yeah, they were playing the Jets, Steelers. It was back when, like, Mike San- uh, Mark Sanchez and uh, Tim Tebow were on the team. That mm-hmm. long ago, bro. For real. But they won that time, and uh, I, I don't know what it is. The Bears definitely got the Steelers' number because uh, yeah. last few times they've beaten the uh, Steelers, but this time... Hopefully it's different, bro. That that downtown area is all the stadiums like close to each other, like. Yeah, it's, uh, they're all in the river. Uh, last time I went, I just I drove straight there, and after the game's over, we left. But this mm-hmm. time we're gonna make like a little trip of it. We'll be there, and then we get to, the next day. We'll stay, kind of look around. So it'll be fun to uh, sightsee and all that stuff, man. Right. Y'all going to stay for? Uh, I was going there Monday, and then we're leaving. Uh, we're staying the night there, and then we're leaving that Tuesday, probably like midday. No rush to get back. Oh, but yes, if you guys get there Monday, the game ends at seven or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Straight, but they got Chicago plus six and a half. So obviously the Steelers are the favorite. You think you're taking the six and a half, or you're just gonna take the touchdown from with the Steelers? Um, I'm probably taking the Bears to cover because, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, the uh, the Bears definitely have our number. Right. Uh, so I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Uh, but I think the uh, I think the Bears could definitely come in within a field goal uh, just because the Steelers aren't really known right now this year for you know they, blowing opponents out. Yeah. Offense, yeah. Hopefully, this is the game where they they kind of come out. Yeah. You think the over under is forty? I think the Bears is de- this is definitely not this is like a secondary lock of the week. We'll talk about the lock of the week later, but definitely the Bears plus six and a half under forty. We're, they're saying two sixty plus two sixty one. It's pretty good change, man. If you and I mean the Steelers are coming off a high emotional game. They beat the Browns uh, ten to fifteen, and the Bears are coming off a tough loss because although they did lose to the Niners, Justin Fields played okay. Nineteen. Yeah, they're, 19, they're yeah. definitely giving highlights from. Yeah, nineteen completions at twenty-seven. He had that good touchdown run, right. juking like three players. So that was a uh, that's pretty cool to see. Right. So it's exciting. Like they're they're let. I guess Nagy having Corona definitely is a good thing. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, it opened up the playbook. I like yeah. Justin Fields because it seems like he gets intimidated with uh, good defenses, mm. but it seems like when he's a, when he's able to do his own thing and scramble, he can uh, he can definitely show out. So we'll see what they can do against uh that Pittsburgh defense. TJ Watt, defense player of the year this year, or you think it's like another? I think uh, I think he got snagged last year. For oh it, yeah, for sure, for sure. But this year, 
I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't a, even know what Aaron Donald's doing or like none of that shit. Like, I, like all the other like guys. Obviously, JJ got hurt. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. I think he's leading the league in sacks right now. Ooh. Yeah, potentially. But I think it was definitely. Uh, it should have been a layup last year. This year, um, he's a key piece. Highest played defensive of the year or defensive player. So, you know, potentially, uh, hopefully, this year defensive player of the year. He's just got to. I think we need a couple more splash plays out of mm-hmm. him for sure. It's the midseason right now, and I'm gonna read off the the standing so far. So you got AFC East. You got the Bills five and two, Patriots four and four. That's kind of what you thought was gonna happen. Yeah. Obviously, the Bills, great team. You think they're gonna win that division? Uh, I think so. I definitely think they're uh, big favorites. I mean, when you got two rookies in that division and they right. uh dysfunctional Miami team, I definitely right. don't see why they can't run away with that. Yeah, they're always in the talks with Deshaun Watson or whatever. Mm-hmm. Got the AFC West, the Raiders. We'll get to them in a bit, but they're leading the AFC West five and two. Chargers are four and three, and the Kansas City Chiefs are four and four. Definitely the surprise of the midseason right now. Four and four, Kansas City. Yeah, definitely. They that defense is like is paper. They're just blocking everybody. They're running through everybody. They whatever you want, they're gonna get with Kansas City like. Yeah. You better hope Mahomes throwing, was it like 10 interceptions already? Like, yeah, leads the league. Dude. He's passed even rookies. Zach Wilson had, I think, nine, and Mahomes has 10. Going from Magoat to he's looking rough. I don't even know who to compare him to right now. Like, fucking Eli Manning. Yeah. He's trying to, I guess. He's uh, doing too much, man. Yeah, I was going to say, he's just doing too much, trying to put it all on his back. AFC North, you got Baltimore, five and two, Cincinnati, five and three, and you're. Pittsburgh Steelers are four and three. Yep. Cincinnati definitely surprised me. Obviously, the record isn't like wow, you know what I'm saying? But they're they're definitely a surprise to me. I big Joe Burrow fan, Jamar Chase. I like that connection. There. LSU. LSU, baby. Call Tigers. Yeah. AFC South. Titans are six and two, but if if you watch the ESPN or any of the news outlets, you see the heart and soul of Titans, Derrick Henry got hurt, ankle injury or whatever, toe yeah. injury. Out for the season, potentially yeah, maybe a playoff run, but definitely as it's looking right now for the it's, season. It's going to end his run of a 1,000-yard seasons. He was just like 70 yards shy of it. Yeah. Uh, Leading the league. I, Nobody was I, even close to Right. Him. He's 10 touchdowns, 900, whatever. The next guy is like 600. So, And that's uh, I think it's the dude from the Colts. Yeah. So what's his name? Jonathan Taylor. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and obviously Indy's three and five. They suck. Fuck Jimmy Cardenas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the NFC East, Dallas six and one. You surprised? Um, a little bit. I mean, Dallas is definitely. They probably could have won the division last year, mm. uh, but that going out week six or week five with that ankle injury. Who won so Washington? Washington did. Yeah, but they they were under five hundred when they won. Ooh. So Dallas coming back this year with a healthy Dak, healthy team. I really don't see why they don't run away with that Zeke division. Zeke coming back or what? Yeah, Zeke, uh, he's definitely, uh, you know, doing well for the team. Him and uh, Tony Pollard, the two oh, yeah. running back tandem, they kind of bounce off each other and do well. So. Uh, like fantasy football-wise, I hate when they run by committee, man. Yeah. I, I just want them to beat the ball to Zeke or to Derrick Henry. I got Kamara on one of my teams. I just want them to do good. Like, oh, it's the worst, especially when they're within, like, five yards yeah. and the guy that's been pushing them down the entire field, right. they take him out and get somebody else to Yeah, now, like, uh, the Saints have Ingram. Uh, one of the midseason trades or whatever that we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, 
Kamara goes in, drives fucking 80 yards, Ingram fucking two-yard touchdown. Ingram, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Those guys coming. Like, what the fuck? We're not going to talk about anybody else in the NFC East because obviously that division sucks dick. Uh, NFC West. Yeah, Arizona and the Rams, both 7-1. and one. Green Bay came in and took the unbeaten up. streak from Arizona, which was one of the locks of the week last week. You're welcome. We're, we're one in whatever now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Michigan. They didn't cover fucking bitches. Um, but who do you think is going to win that one? Arizona, LA Rams, who do you think is going to win the, the division? Uh, it's definitely – that's probably the – normally the toughest division – you know, years back this year, you got the two two heavy hitters, the Rams mm-hmm. and the Cardinals. Um, I think the better built team and better longevity team is probably the Rams. Um, I, I Like I said, I'm a big defensive guy, so I think defenses win you championships. Right. So when you got, you know, like you said, we're going to get to talking about the trade, but when you get a guy like Von Miller on, uh, on your team to help out with already a stack defense. Right. Aaron yeah. Donald, defensive player of the year, like the past fucking seven years. Yeah, you look Jaden at Ramsey. You look at last year, the reason why can't or uh the reason why the Buccaneers look so good in the Super Bowl, they were able to shut down Patrick Mahomes in that yeah. high uh high power defense or high power offense yeah. with a good defense. So I honestly think the Rams are uh pretty uh pretty good odds looking right now to to, to take that division and definitely make a deep run into the playoffs. It's it's definitely gonna go down to the wire with those with those two teams. Like like I said, you got Tampa Bay six and two, and you got New Orleans five and two in the NFC South. Those are also two good teams. But now Jameis got hurt, which is a huge blow to them, to the Saints. Yeah, did you see the video of him uh, dancing in the locker room with the crutches? No. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> the lights are flashing, and he's he's got crutches, and he's just going hard, bro. I'm like even with the uh, what do you do? Tears ACL, I think. ACL and a partial MCL. Yeah, too. he's in there just jamming. You have to look at the video. Man, I'll look it up right now. That shit. That's just funny. Like that, you can tell he's a good guy. He's high spirits and shit. Like all that crab leg shit really, really was like, uh, felt like somebody was trying to plant that shit on him and shit type of shit. <laughs> Tampa Bay six and two. Obviously, you got you got a TB the goat. That that Tampa Bay team is like, it's crazy. Like I know they lost two games or whatever, but I, I see them. Possibly going to the Super Bowl. They they look like the more complete team besides the Rams, obviously. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, they got to get a little healthy. But with uh, Gronk and uh, AB coming back, defense right. definitely got to get healthy because you talk about another suspect defense that was good a year mm-hmm. ago. Looking now, secondary's got to get healthy. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, from uh, Tom Brady in the AFC, now it looks like he's in his his prime again, and yeah, he's doing well. And That boy's, like, in his fourth prime yeah. now. And especially right now, Florida Tom, he's so hard to hate. I, I watched him on the Manning cast last Monday. I was, uh-huh. like, cracking up with what he's saying and stuff. So, definitely, uh, I've come to one? appreciate Tom Brady's talent. Is that the one where he was talking about owning the color green and shit? No, this is where he, – so, he's on there with Eli Manning and Peyton. Yeah. He's talking about – Yeah, he's talking about um, defenses. He, he actually does defenses. He's, like, they – uh. They're like dogs chasing cars. They just run around <laughs> looking for a ball. Yeah, he's kind of. They were giving him stuff too. I had highlights of him uh, acting up. So what do you expect, man? He's been playing. He's top level since two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Since, so twenty one years of, of doing the same thing, doing doing in and out. Obviously, the Patriots had a couple years where they they were bad and he tore his ACL or whatever. But he's been on top ever since. Like, but. Yeah, I think that that comeback in his last against the Falcons, that twenty-eight to three, really oh, set yeah, him apart from every yeah, from everybody else. I remember we were at a 
at my buddy George's for the Super Bowl. And I just, after that comeback, like me and my boy Diego, you know, we, we just looked at each other. I was like, yeah, this guy's the GOAT. Like, yeah. he was what at six that one, or was it six rings or five rings that one? Might have been five. No, I think, oh, I think it was a six. Yeah, I think it was six. Yeah. And then obviously Tampa Bay, he got a seven. seven. Yep. Somebody was like, "Why would? Why does he just quit? Like, why? Why doesn't he just like stop playing? Why does he want to get eight rings?" And I was like, "Bro, imagine having all four of your regular fingers fill the championship rings." Yeah, yeah. That I, game, like I said, that's stunning. That, that uh, that made me appreciate what he does for his talent. I still right. hate the guy if he ever right. came back to the AFC, yeah, but yeah. for right now he's on the NFC, so I appreciated what uh what he's done, and you know. It's definitely a once in a lifetime talent, and mm. luckily we're able to witness it and see it live for ourselves. Yes, surprisingly, man. Usually the, the older generation is like, you guys don't know shit. Like, Bro, we're watching the goal right now. Like, for sure. And then NFC North, you got probably the most talented quarterback, not named Patrick Mahomes in the league. Aaron Rodgers, uh, seven and one. Then you got Minnesota, three and four. So, Green Bay, man, that. Devontae got COVID. The coach they said suspected had COVID. Lazard. Hey, Lazard has COVID. MBS. You know, uh, Top three receivers. Yep, Scantley. Top uh, three. They should have made a push for OBJ. We'll talk about OBJ right now. But you're going to see the Jordan Love train next week. I don't know exactly who they play, but we're going to find out. We're going to They play see. Kansas City. Oh, yeah, Kansas, Kansas City. City. That's the matchup. My bad. Lock of the week. We'll get to it in a bit. You think that's irresponsible? Because he said to the media he was immunized or whatever. Yeah, immunized. Yeah, it's immunization. He got the immunization when they asked if he had the vaccine, and obviously that's not a straightforward answer. Like I've been immunized or whatever. Aaron Rodgers is like a like a more talented Kyrie Irving. He's more. He's kind of woke. Mm-hmm. The team. The team obviously needs him, but like Aaron Rodgers is a little bit more important to his team. You think, you think that's irresponsible on his end? And then you seen him at the Holly, at the fucking Halloween party, dressed as John Wick. Yeah, fucking shooting twerks on this shit. Yeah, now you know. I think uh, when it came to the media, because that's who asked him if mm. he was a vaccine, a, a vaccinated or not. Yeah. Um, and he went off and said, as long as the team knew whether he was vaccinated or not. Right. Um, you know, at that point, everybody has their choice. Everybody's gonna get to do what they want. Right. But. You know, unfortunately, he had he caught it, so now he's got to sit out a couple of weeks and hopefully come back stronger. But um, I don't think he was trying to say he wasn't or was vac- uh, mm-hmm. vaccinated. But uh, you know, at this point, he's just got to sit out now and uh, hopefully he can come back. Uh, it's a it's a shame he's going to be uh, he's missing out this week because you got probably what would have been the biggest matchup uh, thus far Mahomes with uh, Rodgers and Mahomes. Yeah, because. Still haven't seen that matchup right. since Mahomes has been in the league, but it would definitely be like a. I want. I don't want to say. I don't want to say like a passing the torch type of game, but it'll definitely be a really good game. Because bro, like time has not let go of the torch, and then you kind of feel like Aaron has the torch and shit like that. Like you're just like, oh, it's on. a battle back and forth. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a, a three-headed monster. The top QBs in the league right now. The state farm bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, right? I don't, everybody definitely has their own stance on that the whole vaccine shit. I know I gotta. I'm going to Mexico in like a month, and I gotta. I, I I'm not vaccinated, whatever. Like, take it how you want it, but I think my my appointments for 
is for this Saturday. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully I get it done. And then, you know, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. You have it? I do. I got both. I got them just because I always told myself I would go get it if it was available. If I could just walk into the store and they had it for me. And uh, I think I went to a Walgreens one day during work. They had it. So while I was working, I got the shot, got the second one. I haven't grown in a, a third arm or, you know, nothing, no side effects. So. Yeah, no third arm. <laughs> I've been good. So, you know, it's, it's definitely something that's going to be around for a while, but it's going right. to, but now that the restrictions are lifted and stuff, even going to this game on uh, next Monday, it's going to be cool because I haven't been to a football game since uh, this whole lockdown and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's got to, everybody has their own reasons why they do or why they have it or why they don't get it, but. Aaron Rodgers, uh, like I, I don't think he was trying to be deceitful when he said he didn't have it. Right. Like I definitely think the team knew his vaccination status, right. and it's just uh, unfortunate that uh, you know they definitely have a bug going on in Green Bay right now. The 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 owners are mad, I guess, because yeah. Green Bay is obviously owned by the owners. Today we're drinking. Uh, Gucci is drinking a Modelo. We got him a little uh, tall boy, and I got these little strawberry Trulies. You know, going white, go crazy right now. Um, moving forward for real. NFL trade deadline talk. Um, biggest news, biggest story, Von Miller to L.A. Uh, I think it was a second and third round pick for next year for Von Miller. Obviously, Von Miller's in a contract year. I think uh, they're picking up – the Rams are picking up like $9 million of Von Miller's contract. Mm-hmm, paying it and, all. And yeah. And then the, they're basically paying for draft picks. Yeah. So definitely a really high price, but the Rams are, are in win now mode. Like all in, everything is, is now or bust. Yep. I'm really excited. Like obviously I I always joke around saying I'm a so and so fan this year, so and so, but I did pick the Rams this year to to kind of come out the NFC. Are you still riding with the Broncos now that nah, that was my only tie? Mm-hmm. To the Denver Broncos left. Fair enough. Literally every everybody that's on that Super Bowl team is gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nobody. I don't think even like any of the defensive players, like coaches? Gone. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cause we had a Fangio or whatever. No, no, we have they have Fangio now. No, who the fuck was the coach? Anywho, nobody's there no more. But if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Broncos. We might have to open it up again. Where do you, you think Aaron Rodgers from the stay in Green Bay? I hope he's going to Pittsburgh, bro. I, I heard some rumors he's going to Pittsburgh. <laughs> to be honest, that's what I hope, but we'll see next year. Right now we're riding with Ben. Uh, but even in Pittsburgh right now, they had a big trade too. They traded uh, Melvin Ingram to Kansas City for a six-round pick. They basically gave him Melvin Ingram. They basically made the Chiefs better for a bag of chips, a fucking a Pepsi, and a cowtail, you know For what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and we play them later on the season, so it's gonna be a little hey, revenge watch, game. Watch and... Melvin go off, and yeah. Stuff. yeah. Hopefully, man, he, he's definitely somebody you want to root for. He was with the Chargers before, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, and I think uh, he can definitely help the uh, Kansas City and their state of the defense right now. You know, who I thought was gonna be on the move was uh, Beckham, Odell Beckham Jr. It seems like he the first season he he did so good and it, ever since they got like Jarvis Landry and I don't, I don't even know any other <clears throat> sorry I don't even know any other receivers on that fucking team but OBJ is not that being utilized 
to his full potential. And his dad posted a couple of videos of Baker not throwing it to Odell. But obviously from the outside looking in, you're like, why the fuck you didn't throw it to him? But then when you're in the game, it's obviously different. Yeah, it's tough, too, because, I mean, the Browns are projected to do well this year. And now right. it seems like they're kind of going back into same old Brown same mode, Brown being distraction off the field and things like that. So hopefully they can figure it out. I know he didn't practice today. I just think what's best for them and even for the team is he, you know, they cut ties with him and he can stop being a distraction for them and, you know, potentially Cleveland can bounce back for the second half of the season. Where would you see Odell going? Uh, So I think today it was reported about the Saints potentially, especially because Michael Thomas is out for the season. So, you know, I honestly I could see I don't I don't think he'd go to the Saints. I think – more potentially could go to the Packers, oh but you know, Ooh, that's why I think he might go to yeah, the Packers. I, I think, uh, wherever he goes, I think is definitely a bounce back for him and for kind of a, a chance for him to, uh, you know, bring back to life his career. And, mm-hmm. uh, if he does it or if he can't, then you know, it's just one of those players that came and went. But I, ever, ever since one of his first seasons when, when he made the catch and the sec, whatever if it was his rookie year or second year in the league, like. It hasn't been going too well mm-hmm. with injuries and stuff like that. Like, I definitely don't want to see him going to, like, the Bucks or, like, somewhere where he's, where he's still going to be, like, the third option. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think I, it's best for both teams – or for him and Cleveland just to kind of cut ties. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately, Cleveland's going to have to pay for that $15 million contract this year. But I think uh, it being a distraction on and off the field is just best for them to kind of let him go. Right. At Packers are definitely my front runner to try to get him. Just having him and uh, Devontae on the team and Aaron, obviously, when he comes back from COVID protocol, that'll definitely, well, Aaron Jones, too, mm-hmm. definitely be, like, a good fit for him. Because I don't care, like, no, none of the receivers on, on those teams could go somewhere and be, be as effective as they are on the Packers just because they have Aaron Rodgers, like Lazard, Valdez Scanley. Robert Tyne obviously got hurt. Like, those guys are all, like, fucking special teams players if they're not on the Packers, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I think the only person that can truly help Odell, obviously besides uh, himself, is Aaron Rodgers. I think right. that's a quarterback that doesn't feel like he has to force on the ball right. and kind of just get him to uh, get him to sprinkle him into the game. Right. Even if they put him, like, at a slot, like, I think he'll definitely benefit from him being a slot, but he's too good to be a slot, like, well, I guess he got, like, Wes Welker and all them dudes being But, yeah, definitely guys. a big surprise that the Browns did not trade him uh, before the deadline. So, I guess we'll have to see what uh, what they do with him going forward. And, like, like teams teams really don't want outside distractions. They just want you to be on the football field. Anything in your personal life, don't do it. Just come in, play football, don't get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I guess – Going on to that topic and kind of transitioning, uh, you talk about a you know a distraction off the field. Right. You talk about what happened on Monday with Henry Ruggs, Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver, rising star Henry Ruggs, got in a fatal car crash, killed a young lady and her dog. What's her name? Tina. Tina Tintor. Tina Tintor. Twenty three years old, and Henry Ruggs was twenty two. Just two young kids, man. He was. Reportedly, he said he was going 156 miles an hour in his Corvette, and they said upon impact, they predicted like 100. And when he broke, he couldn't have been 127 miles. 120, yeah, I man, 
that that shit disappoints the fuck out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, young talent, first wide receiver taken in the 2020 draft right. by the Las Vegas Raiders. You know, I'm sure going into their bye week, they're told, you know, don't be a distraction, don't right. do anything crazy, and right. yeah, it's just it's unfortunate for him. I mean, you have all you have all the resources. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have your Vegas obviously is going to be hella lives, hella Ubers. Like why if you're gonna go drink or go to the club, like why why take a car? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. go get a get a service or whatever. Like, get a teammate, get a girlfriend, something. Right. But at twenty two, having a Corvette just it's not good for anybody. You know? When when I man, I seen the video of the well not video, but the picture of the car crash. I was trying to make out what kind of car it was. I thought it was a Lambo or some shit. And man, I was like, Yeah, he must have been going fast because that they said the cars went up in flames. Well her car went up in flames. Mm-hmm. Obviously, condolences to to that family. Uh, obviously, the the person that fought, and usually, like if you kind of like uh, notice, the person that fought is never the one that dies. Yeah, it's always the the innocent. And since then, he's been cut by the Raiders. Yeah, he's got he posted bail, so he's out. But right, but they, they they posted bail. Yeah, he posted bail today. Because I know they as soon as he got released from the hospital, they took him to jail. Yeah, man. You know, man. one one life over and uh, another one. Definitely, uh, he's got he's got some demons to fight. So the the murder, not I don't think they're gonna do murder. It's gonna be like manslaughter. He's facing two to twenty years, and in the DUI crash, he's facing they said one to six years. Yeah. So worst case scenario, twenty six years, career's over, life's over. You're gonna come back almost fifty, like. You might not be able to reproduce if he doesn't have if he doesn't have kids already, which is really common nowadays, like with, with young stars and stuff. That that's a life. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure I'm sure whether it was a team leader or coach who just said, "Hey, on this bye week, you know, guys, be smart, be right. safe." Especially with their their this is their first bye week in Las Vegas without COVID restrictions. Right. So this is. Definitely a concern that the NFL had bringing a team to Vegas, and yeah, it exactly. doesn't it doesn't look good for uh, for him. It doesn't look good for the team. You know, you talk about a team that's five and two. You got you mentioned earlier leading the leading yeah, the division, yeah. and you know just so many distractions uh, with that team going on this year. And this one definitely is a uh, just sad for everybody around uh, all parts involved. It's just it's a matter of being responsible, man. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I I've drinking a couple and drove home or whatever, but. And not that I was I was obviously 22 years old, so I don't like I'm not gonna say I'm a saint, but nowadays, man, like if I can, I won't. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I definitely would look forward to like somebody taking me home, and obviously my friends do a really good job. They'd be like, hey, like you good, stuff like that. Like just yeah, and I guess I, I guess if there if anything can come out of this, it's definitely uh, hopefully players can see you know. Every action has a consequence, and you know, right. for these young players coming up, you know, getting that sports car, going out partying, things like that, you yeah. ha- you have to think of you know everybody and not just yourself, even just people on the road, and you know, makes make better decisions. You know, it's definitely something that he's definitely going to regret for the rest of his life. And, right. Uh, something for younger guys coming up, and you know, seeing what he's done, just uh, you got to be smart about it. A definite mistake really caught and cost a life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the hardest part. Like you, you took, you took somebody else's life, somebody else's uh, 
sister, daughter. I don't know if she had kids, but somebody's mom. Like that. That's the really hard part for me. Is like it's not. It's not just the person. It's the person. The after effect of the person passing away. That shit, man. That shit's wild. Moving, moving on to like a lighter note. The Ohio State Buckeyes beat Penn State. I, I was gonna say fuck them up, but it was thirty three to twenty four. It was a, uh, it was a game I went in like man. Penn State always has their their card, but the the BCS rankings came out, and obviously you got Georgia number one. Then you got. Let me bring it up. This is very irresponsible of me. Because they got the rankings, but the BCS rankings, for some reason, are always the the top notch or whatever. Like, they, they don't give a f- Yeah, and they change uh, week to week, obviously, with the committee. But you got Alabama at two. Um, I'm pretty sure Oregon's at three. Uh, and then Michigan you, State. Yeah, and then you got. Uh, oh, the, Michigan State's three. Yeah. Okay. And Ohio's four. I'm sorry. Oregon's, Oregon's four. four yep. Yeah. And then they got Ohio outside at looking in at five. So. And then an undefeated Cincinnati at, at six. And then you got a powerhouse conference in Oklahoma. Obviously, a Big Twelve about to move to the SEC at at eight at nine and zero. Oh. You couldn't give them any like slack. You no know saying like Oregon. I don't even know who they lost to, but Oregon lost to Stanford. They lost to unranked Stanford. And I'm not, you know, obviously Oregon beat Ohio State, only lost of the season. And fuck them. I know you're an Oregon fan. I am, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big the Ohio State University fan. Cincinnati, man, I don't know what it – like, I, they just give them so much, like, credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the, the college football, like, uh, playoff format. Where right. It's I group. think that they need to move it to, like, eight or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, definitely. But one through one through six, obviously the playoff format is four teams. So you got Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati. Fuck Michigan. They're at seven and one. We'll see you at the end of November, motherfuckers. You fucked on my parlay last week, so I'm gonna fuck y'all up this week. Um going into the lock of the week this week, the blow, you know what I'm saying? Uh, taking Kansas City over Green Bay, minus seven and a half. Obviously, with the Aaron Rodgers and the COVID protocol, Devontae Adams. You like them to cover or you like the money line? Uh, I got them minus seven and a half. So, okay. minus seven and a half over on the points, 47 and a half, plus 266. Seems like a pretty safe bet. I'm going to lock it in this week for that one. Other, other game, LA versus Tennessee, minus seven and a half. You. You hate to see it, obviously, with Derrick Henry get going down. Uh, LA is a high-powered offense. I don't know how Tannehill's going to come. He might come out swinging. He might come out being the dud that he's been. Uh, over on the points, 53 and a half. I, I have a feeling LA's going to go five touchdowns. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Sunday night in yeah. SoFi. Right. They They're home. Yeah, they do well at home. All right, so minus seven and a half with the over on the fifty-three and a half, two plus two fifty-two. Like we said before, we got Chicago covering against the Steelers. We're not saying that Chicago's going to beat the Steelers, because then I'm going to be able to eat some crow on next week. But plus six and a half for Chicago, 
under the 40 points, plus 261. That should be a game to watch. Obviously, what's tomorrow's game? The uh, we got the Colts versus the Jets. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, the toilet bowl. Fuck yeah. the Colts and the Jets. We got Zach. Or no, not Zach. Oh, uh, Mike White. Mike White. White Lightning. Hey, you seen that guy? He better like a, what was it, like a, a thousand dollars or something like that for Mike White to to be the leader in passing yards this year this season, this week. Really? Yeah, he won like a good ass amount. Let me look it up. Uh, Mike White. Yeah, because he threw for four hundred and five yards. Upset the Bengals. Messed up my messed up two of my parlays. <laughs> so the guy he ended up winning a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. Wow. That man, bro, I wish on a thousand dollar bet. I wish this motherfucker would have hit me up, bro. I would have made the same bet. So, what do you like for uh for later tonight? Do you like the Colts or do you like the Jets? Oh man, the Jets are gonna be the Jets, bro. I'll give the Colts a shot. I don't know Carson at, at Carson ten and Wentz, a half. Ten and a half for and the Colts. For the Colts, I'll take the money line. What's the money line? Like, uh, minus five fifty. Oh, what's the what's the ten and a half plus one ten or some shit? Minus one twelve. What's the over under? Uh, over under is forty five and a half right now. <laughs> Numbers provided by FanDuel. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out FanDuel. All bets and uh, money lines or whatever the locks of the week are at your own risk. We are betting our own money. We are taking our own risk. If you follow us and make the best that we're making hopefully we win some money together but if you lose you know what I'm saying it's at your own risk dog. you know what I'm saying like don't come at me and see me in the streets see me at Walmart or whatever like hey motherfucker I lost some money cause you nah bro it's at your own risk dog so I'm getting back hey. to Thursday I definitely I probably I like the Jets to cover definitely the 10 and a half it seems kind of I know uh, the Jets are coming off a big win but plus 10 and a half right yeah, plus 10 and a half I think they'll cover. I don't think they'll get blown out, but I mean, it's a primetime game. It's a short week. The Colts are coming off a tough loss to Tennessee, so we'll see. Carson Wentz is definitely a he's a wild card when it comes to uh, every game week to week. That guy is funny as hell. Like, like he's a ginger, so it's even more funny. But how do you sprain both of your ankles? On the same play. Same play, both ankles. Did you see his pick six last week? Not all oh, the one in the end zone. Where yeah. the end zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at, we're at poor boys. Shout out poor boy. Shout out Sue. Yeah, you just gotta learn. He's just he has to know that you know there there is another down after the down he's on. He he tries to make every play on every down, but there's there's always a play after. And yeah, I would have just taken the safety at that point. Especially when the Colts both times go up by two touchdowns to Kansas. I'm sorry to Tennessee and to the Baltimore Ravens, and somehow. Yeah. Can't finish the job. So, like I said, I definitely think uh, it's a short week. We'll see what happens. But I definitely uh, – I like the Jets to cover by a ten and a half. Man, they might win, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Carson, Carson wants to get it done. I think this is the game where the Colts uh, – with Derrick Henry being out, I think it's a good game for the Colts to get back into their division. Right. So, I like the Colts to win, but I definitely think it will be closer than, uh, closer than ten and a half. Mm-hmm. Kind of disrespect after Mike White performed the way he did last week. Yeah, you got to give him some credit. And with that, you guys, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. It's a uh, new guest this week. Uh, next week, see who we have on. Hopefully somebody you know. Hopefully somebody you uh, 
you kind of like or whatever. Like, Gooch, I would love to have you every week. You're obviously very knowledgeable. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It was definitely man. a first time, but uh, definitely a good time. Is def- you had fun? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I've never done this, but uh, I like the, I like how you do it. I listen every week. I tune in, and I'll be sure to uh, make sure you share it with your friends. I'll be doing the same. Hey, tune in, man. We get like an average of like 50 listeners a week, so that's going into doing this podcast. I really didn't think I was going to have that many people like listening, but I really appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, follow me on... Uh, on my barber page, Big Boss underscore Omar72. Uh, if you want to get laced up, I'm, I don't have that many appointments left for this week, but hit me up. You want to plug in your social media? I don't. The only thing I have is uh, hashtag Omar make the make the Instagram page already. Hey, hey we're gonna we're gonna make the Instagram page one day, but not today. Hopefully this weekend, but it might just it might just stay a running joke. But uh, other than that, man, thank you very much. This has been the Barbershop Locks. Goodbye. How's it going, you guys? Uh, I know I said the podcast was over, um, but we're going to keep it going. Yeah, we kind of didn't talk about one big thing this week. Well, a couple big things this week. I know we got the Canelo and Plant fight, and we got a couple UFC fights. I just want to, you know, little little quick couple minutes talking about the fights. Uh, obviously, you got the Canelo Plant fight uh, main event for boxing dying sport if you ask me um but going in to the ufc you got uh kamaru usman versus kobe covington and you got my baby rose namajunas versus uh wei li zhang and then man i haven't seen frank edgar in forever frank edgar versus marion vera two title fights oh bantamweight Ooh, co-main event main event i think Going in, who you think uh, Namajunas is gonna fuck up Zane? Yeah, I got uh, I got uh, both title, uh, both champs coming in and defending their belts. I got them both winning. I think Usman wins. I think Rose wins. Um, and kind of the, I think they both do well today. Or during that, and I expect two two real good fights. Four opponents that have been uh been giving it their all during their right. training camp and. I expect two good fights, really, realistic. Yeah. Uh, three, I uh, include that boxing Canelo fight. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, Kamaru Usman was the one that beat um, the dude with the braids from Miami, uh, Mazadov. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The one that he was stomping his feet. He, Usman is, um, was he Nigerian? Yeah. Fucking monster, man. He, I feel like he's going to go in there. No no disrespect to Kobe Covington, whatever his name is. I feel like Usman's going to win. Yeah, I mean, to, I guess to, to add on to your locks of the week, I definitely like Usman uh, to win this weekend. And to be honest, I probably like Canelo to win this weekend too. Hey, hey, I, I, I want Canelo to win, but I might put, I might sprinkle some money if the if the odds are really good for for, for Plant to win. Because obviously he's a good uh, a good boxer. He's obviously holding the belt or whatever. But you, that's something like uh, you can't. You you want to like add some money to it, cause what's the what's the Caleb Plant plus six thirty? Let me see how much I fucking win. Shout out FanDuel for giving me all these numbers. Uh, I, if you don't have FanDuel, if you're using any other thing, just go to St. Louis or Iowa. So my twenty bucks, if I put it on a plant, makes one twenty six. Okay. I'm down to lose twenty bucks. You know what I'm saying? If they if Plant wins off of my twenty dollars. 
gonna get drunk, and if Saul Alvarez or Canelo, obviously, if he wins, I'm still gonna get drunk because minus two fifty, minus twelve fifty. My bad. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put some money on that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Obviously, main event for boxing, main event for UFC. Uh, do you expect knockouts in both uh, both uh, sports? Are you thinking it's going to go to decision? What, what are your thoughts? Like with Usman and and, and Covington, yeah, and Canelo and uh, Plant. I feel like, I have a feeling like the pick is in, and I feel like uh, Canelo's going to go. Canelo and Plant are going to go the distance. Yeah, I I see that. I see why you you would expect the knockout because of the bad blood from the thing, whatever. Oh, yeah, their press conference. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like Canelo's already up two zero. With that press conference, and shit. <laughs> he slapped him a couple times, you know. Made him bleed. Yeah, a couple here, a couple there, bang, floor. Uh, I think Usman's gonna knock out Covington, but Canelo and and uh, Plan are definitely gonna go the distance. Yeah, you? I, just, uh, I expect some good fights, man. That's all I really want. Uh, you know, I love to see a knockout. These guys give it their all, so. You know, as long as we get a knockout in one of the sports, whether that be uh, boxing or UFC, uh, then we're all winners in my eyes. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, yeah. Like, like remember the the thriller fight we saw with the uh, Mike Tyson? Yeah, bro, we was we was at my boy Royce house, just fucking like, what the fuck are we watching, bro? Like, this is the stupidest shit ever. Yeah, I mean, even from the last big boxing fight, you got the Wilder Fury mm. that not that went out to like four knockdowns and mm. one final knockout. Right. I'll give him. And that was probably one of the best fights I've seen in a while. So mm-hmm. if we get anything close to that, like I said, I think we all we're all winners. You know, huge shout outs to FanDuel, but that day they really fucked me because they they had a fucking Fury plus sixteen hundred when he got knocked down, and I was ready to make the fucking bet, and they locked that motherfucking <laughs> fucking bitches. But if you take a uh, Rose Namajunas and Kamara Usman. You're looking at a uh, plus one fifty seven, so obviously your hundred dollars makes you one fifty seven. Kind of a safe bet, if you ask me. Yeah, agree. Let me see if I could parlay the fucking the boxing fight. Well, Canelo Alvarez. Shout out Guadalajara. Shout out my my boy Ivan Cano getting married. We're actually gonna take a trip out there to Guadalajara to for his wedding. Beautiful. Hopefully, it's a it's a good time. Nah, don't even parlay that motherfucker. That shit went up two dollars. <laughs> that, that shit went to one seventy seven. But is there any other good ass fucking hell not? Fuck the rest of the boxing fights. Obviously, I said it's a dying sport. Uh, Canelo's probably the only thing keeping it alive. I know we already saw the heavy. That and fights. YouTubers, YouTubers. Yeah, bro. The, shout out, shout out to the Paw Brothers. But like I said, we uh, we talked about. Almost everything, and then the, when we got done, we forgot about the, the fights, just kind of covering it up. Um, like I said, man, thank you for listening, and uh, see you guys next week.